Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. I am your host, as always, Dr. Phil Finnamore, owner of WorkFitMe, mobile concierge physical therapy. The goal of this podcast is to help busy main professionals find and achieve the mental, emotional, and physical strength necessary for them to fulfill their true purpose in life. I have a passion for sharing my true purpose with others. Join me as I discuss holistic health and wellness tips with my friends, colleagues, and even heroes and mentors to help you strengthen your true purpose in life. And we have a super special Olympics edition of the Strength for Your Purpose podcast night. And I am joined by my good friend, my fraternity brother, uh, Chris Stevenson. Chris, what's up, man? Oh, hey, Phil. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah. So we were, uh, just to give you a little more background on my, my friend Chris here for everybody listening. Chris uh, works for Edward Jones Investments, and and I like to tell people he deals in goals and dreams because that's what he's helped me <laughs> do with 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 some of my uh, with, with some of my planning that he's helped me with. But uh, brought him on tonight because we were chatting a little bit about some of the Olympic stuff recently and some of the stuff that's been going on with Simone Biles and talking about mindset and self talk and things like that. And on top of being a uh, a financial advisor and representative with Edward Jones. Uh, Chris has also ran a total of six marathons, including three Boston marathons, and an Ironman was included in that. Had a top 10 finish in his age group, by the way, at the Lake Placid Ironman in 2014. Look it up. <laughs> Everybody look it up. It was, it was really impressive. And he's running the Chicago Marathon coming up this year, which will be his seventh. So um, yeah, Chris, I, thanks for coming on. And I think this is a, a cool topic to, to chat about because I think we can all uh, whether we're in business, whether we're looking to start a new journey, uh, whether it's a new business or, or a fitness journey, or heck, even with some of the stuff that that you do with people when they're trying to figure out what the rest of their life is going to look like, maybe from a financial perspective, you know, mindset and how we talk to ourselves in our own in our own voice and in our own head is is pretty important. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even when you're talking about, it's all about behavior, right? With some of your clients too, it's, yeah. you know, how do we get in the habits? How do we have the right mindset and how do we get in the right behaviors? So for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we were, uh, we both happened to be uh, texting each other while we were watching the Olympics the other night and all this stuff was coming out about Simone Biles having to drop out of the team competition for her mental health. And I think as of the time that we've recorded this podcast, there's only like one other event she's officially missed and she, she has a few days before she decides on the rest of the events that she's qualified for. And it's kind of one of those things where when you first hear it, it kind of takes you back a little bit. You're like, wow, this person that over the last month has been called nothing but the goat, right? Like the greatest of all time in her sport. She's changed the sport. She's, she's doing maneuvers that no one else in the world can, can do, but she feels that she's in a place right now where she can't mentally and physically compete without potentially hurting herself physically or affecting, affecting her, her teammates. And I immediately was, was thinking we can all learn so much from this, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. And she even stated too, you know, she felt like a couple of weeks ago, she literally had the weight of the world on her shoulders. And mm. quite frankly, she did. And she does, you know, yeah. being, being the go, there's so much pressure on you. We think that, you know, there's pressure to go to the gym in the morning. You know, <laughs> right. I, I can't even imagine what she's gone through. No, for sure. It, it, it truly is the weight of the world too, because even in the sports that 
none of us are familiar with, we're all still disappointed when the U S doesn't do well, right? Like when, when this every, every four years, well, every two years, if you count the winter Olympics too, but the sports that people only care about every two to four years, we're like, why isn't the U S at least on the podium for this thing? You know, what the heck, you know um, it, it's a very, uh, very something that we all get really, really passionate about. So it truly is the weight of the world because we all put the U S on this pedestal, but especially in certain sports like gymnastics, specifically on the women's side, they really are the best in the world and, and, and she is too. So I, I was thinking about this in relation to other goats in sports, like the Mike, Michael Jordans and Tom Brady's, you know, uh, those, those guys are able to go out, you know, Tom Brady, anywhere from 17 to 20 times a year, depending on if he is playing in a super bowl, which he usually is <laughs> or, or, or not. And they get to, they get to prove it a little more often, right? Like they, they, they get to ride those ups and downs a little bit more and they've got another opportunity coming seven days away to, to prove it. And, and in the case of basketball, the people, you know, like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, those guys got to prove it a few times a week. Right. But she really only gets to prove it on a world stage once every four years. Right. So the, the pressure of that can certainly can certainly wear on a person. And that's when the, the mindset and how we talk to ourselves about our performance, what we're trying to do, what we're capable of gets amplified to the, the nth degree. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one small miss, I mean, like what happened to Simone on the vault, one small tweak you know, that just totally messed with her mind and, you know, messed with her headspace where she kind of had to rethink everything. Right. Exactly. And, you know, I think to, to kind of equate this back to more of a normal situation, none of us are ever going to know what it feels like to truly have the world on your shoulders. Like Simone said in that, in that interview, but if you're starting a new weight loss journey to lose a hundred pounds in the next, you know, 12 to 18 months, if you're starting a new business, if you just, decided to take the leap and start a new job when you've been comfortable in the job you've had for a long time, whatever the, the, the new thing might be to you, you might feel like you've got your whole world on your shoulders, right? Your ability to provide for your family, your ability to be the best version of yourself, your, for your future self, for your future family, all this stuff. It might not be the entire world, but, but the weight of that can feel pretty heavy. And the way we talk to ourselves about that and the mindset in which we put ourselves in going into and going through that situation has a huge impact on the, on the outcome and whether we even get off the ground or not. Yeah, absolutely. I, I always equate it to, you know, whatever plan that you have. I mean, we all have dreams, whether it's to run a marathon, to save for retirement and to live through retirement, or like you said, recover from an injury or, or start a new business. You know, how can we kind of develop a plan and develop a good foundation so we can get started on that. Um, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, I always, uh, whenever I hear that saying, I always go back to another saying that they hear a lot in the, like the boxing and, and MMA world, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Right. <laughs> and, and that could be a, that could be a physical punch. It could be a psychological punch, whatever the case might be. And having the plan, but knowing why you started in the first place, and having good goals that are, are set up to get you to your ultimate end goal and your, your ultimate dream, make sure that when you, when your plan does get 
get pushed off course that you have kind of the fortitude to, to, to get back on a, a little bit. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it always comes back to your why and, and really why you're doing it. I mean, I got into the financial planning world because, you know, I came home when I was a young, young adult, I should say with my mom crying, looking at her bills because she couldn't afford, you know, to pay her bills, but yeah, yeah. she was, she had a really a great job. Uh, we had a great house to live in and, you know, I, I would never want to put myself nor have my kids be in that situation as well. Mm. Um, at the same time, you know, a why for a marathon is, you know, why do you want to do it seven times? That's pretty psycho, but you're, you're insane. Um, yes. <laughs> but, it, but basically, I mean, it, it's, it's a passion. And also my why is, you know, because my father passed away from liver cancer and, mm. you know, I, I run marathons and I have fun with that because I do it for those who can't run marathons and I do it for my dad. So, yeah, um, I feel like that's a huge driver whenever you're, like you said, you get punched in the face or, or you get derailed, you think back to your why and you can easily just put one foot in front of the other. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's, and man, those are, those are really powerful. Thank you for, thank you for sharing those. Cause that's, uh, I think those couple things right there are something that, a lot of people can, can, can relate to. And, and when your why is that strong and powerful, and I hope everyone listening just felt the, 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 the emotional and mental pull that, that, that I just felt listening to that. Um, because when it, when it's more than just, I want to make a lot of money when it's more than just, I want to look good in my bathing suit this summer. When it's, when, when there's, when there's something more substantial to it, and, and it goes deeper than, than sort of face value, so to speak, you're going to be that much more likely to finish what you started and, and overcome some of those obstacles. And, and as I'm saying this, I guess we should sort of take a step back and say that I, I don't think either of us believe that Simone Biles didn't have a strong enough why <laughs> uh, she, she has, a, I'm, she has an incredibly strong why she's defending Olympic champion. She's got more medals than anyone else that's ever stepped foot in the, the gymnastics arena uh, at, at that, at that level, but it, it's a good, it's a good lesson that when we do hit a bump in the road, making sure that we do take care of ourselves, but still keep going forward and support those around us. Uh, if we're in a team environment or figure out what we need to do to support ourselves to keep going is, is incredibly important. 100%. Yeah. She does have the weight of the world on her shoulders. And I think her mindset put her in the right place because I mean, think about all the people who are inspired to be her mm. and for her, she could have easily tried and gotten totally injured and just, that would have been, she would have been retired by that point. Right. But to have that capability and that mindset to step back and take a pause, you know, I, I think she's going to be coming back even more stronger than, than we've seen her in the past. So. Oh, for sure. And, and it might even be that again, as we're, as we're recording this, we don't really know what the outcome is going to be through the, the weekend, kind of like the halfway point of the, of the, of the Olympics when they do their next events, but could even be sooner than we think could be within this Olympics and some of those individual events. And she was putting even more pressure on herself because it was the team portion that she, the, the two events she backed out of were both team portions, not individual portions. So we could see it sooner than four years from now, but I, I think you're right. And, and speaking of sort of the team portion of that, Another lesson that all of us can take from this is the mental fortitude that her teammate showed to still place in the silver medal spot, 
in that team event when their team captain, the best to ever do it, says, I can't do this. And someone who was not warmed up <laughs> sitting in their uh, basically warm up street clothes over on the sidelines has to jump in and perform at as a, a member of a defending gold medal team and they still get on the podium that frame of mind that that those other girls must have been in in that situation they just got the weight of the world passed over to them because <laughs> now everyone's going hey are, are these other girls on this team going to be able to even podium at this point without Simone Biles and they got a they got a silver medal at, at the Olympics it's the mental strength there is unfathomable to me. Absolutely. I was just going to say, I mean, teamwork would be key in anything that you're doing. So mm -hmm. even just having a battle buddy for whatever you're doing, but I mean, imagine just being on the U S Olympic team. I can't even imagine what their mindset workouts look like. I'd, mm. I'd love to dig into that a little bit more because you're absolutely right. I mean, to go from kind of being on the bench to being like, Nope, ready, let's go. We're going to make this happen. And then boom, silver medal. Yeah. It's huge. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's incredible. And I, I was talking about this to some, uh, with some clients today, because obviously this has been a big, pretty big topic of conversation out there, out there in the world. And when, when you look at Olympic gymnasts, the difference in athletic ability, like sheer ability to, to compete at the, on the world stage as a gymnast that, that sheer athletic ability that Simone Biles has versus the first person that didn't make the Olympics, right? It is probably, I don't know, let's, let's put a number on it, somewhere around like a 20% difference, right? It's a pretty small margin physically. It, it probably really is because if you're even competing to go to the Olympics, you are in that top upper echelon of athletes in the entire world, which is, which is a very small number. But when we look at what's going on between the ears, that gap between what Simone Biles has been able to do over her entire career and what that person that just missed is able to do is more like an 80% difference. Wow. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of making some of these numbers up, but I'm just, I'm just trying to illustrate that the gap is in, is a lot bigger on the mental side of things than on the physical side of things. Same thing when we, like, we go back to the other part of this conversation, like Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, a lot of football players and basketball players that play with those, with those guys have the physical act. Some of them are a lot more athletic than Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, there are guys out there that are way more athletic than Tom Brady, but the drive that the competitive drive that Simone Biles, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan have and what's going on between their ears is way beyond everybody else they've ever competed against. And knowing that when your headspace isn't right and that you have to step away and fix that in order to not hurt yourself, not hurt your teammates, not hurt those people around you, and then still work toward work back toward achieving your, your ultimate goals. It takes just as much mental strength, I think, as it does for those girls who had to had to come off the bench and, and come in and, and still compete at a, at, at the highest level possible. Definitely agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with all that said, you know, I, we, we definitely know that mindset is incredibly important. The way we talk to ourselves about our own abilities to be able to 
achieve those goals that we set out? Am I worthy? Can I actually do this? All those things we need to work on. Those things are definitely a practice. So as a marathon runner, who I'm sure there are a lot of thoughts that go through your mind in those uh, <laughs> 26.2 miles that uh, are, are somewhat doubtful from, from time to time, but also in working with your clients, how do you, how do you address some of those things when you hear some of those negative, some of that negative self-talk either from your clients or even from yourself when you're training, when you're actually running the marathon, when you're training for a triathlon, when you're doing one, uh, how do you deal with some of that stuff? Yeah, so that's a really good question. And I think, you know, it's individual to us all because we all kind of, we're all running our own race. Mm. So, you know, it's really just about, I mean, can you acknowledge that you're having these, these self doubts and mm. these thoughts? Uh, and it's really about, you know, okay, acknowledge the fact that that's happening. And then what are you going to do to change it? How can you do it? How can you pivot essentially? Mm. Um, you know, for me, when I'm, when I'm running and I just don't want to run anymore, you know, you're at mile 17, 18, you're hitting a wall. And then you kind of think about big picture, you know, it's hard to take the next step, but big picture, you know, you've only got a couple more miles left. You just ran 17, 18 miles, right? You can pretty much, you could walk it and you could finish it. So it's really just about, okay, one step in front of the other. Mm. Um, you know, for me personally, a mantra would be good too. you know, having something a little bit more positive about looking, you know, stronger with every step. Um, and, and setting up the behaviors too. So when you're talking about like, you know, working with clients that talking about their finances, you know, I, I feel like almost everybody in this world knows somebody who said that, you know, money's the root of all evil. And mm. I mean, you and I both know it can work for you or it can work against you. And a lot of the folks that have the negative thoughts about money, it's typically working against them. And that's why. So. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's incredible. I think that's really important. What you, what you just said is, is, and it, and it definitely takes some, some work, right. But, but if you make more of that positive mindset and some positive affirmation, more of a practice that you're working on on a daily basis. And when you catch yourself doing some of that negative self-talk kind of recognizing that and being like, Hey, wait a second, let's, let's take a step back and actually look at where I started, where I'm at now and how much closer I am do I want to be than I was when I started and, and allow that to help you flip the switch. Cause in that moment when you're saying, man, I'm not sure I can do this. Why do I keep hitting this wall? It's very hard to just flip the switch right in that moment and say, no, I can do this. And here's why. But if you can, if you can take a step back, realize that you're dealing with that frustration that you're having that negative self-talk and, and you can turn that around and, and use it as reflection to help, uh, break out the yardstick, so to speak, and sort of measure how much improvement you've made and, and that you're way closer to where you want to be than you were when you started, however long ago, that can help start churning the wheels a little bit more in that positive direction. But it's definitely a practice. It's not something that you can just do like that. It's, it's something that you have to right. work towards and you have to want to work towards it. Right. Absolutely. I feel like everything, you know, everybody in this world wants instant gratification. Mm. And I relate, and you say it all the time too, you know, compounding, compound interest, you know, it takes very, very small steps mm. to get to a big outcome. Yeah. You know, whether that's healing an injury, you know, I know it sucks to do it, but you have to do it and you have to take baby steps with it because you're absolutely right. I've been there before and you've helped me with that. So I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem, man. Um, 
yeah, no, you're, you're, you're right. The, the, the one step at a time, the, you know, taking it in, in, in smaller chunks and, and not overwhelming yourself with just wanting to be at the end, which is super hard to do, but it, but it, it works and it's, and it's really, it's really powerful when we can, when we can approach anything we're, we're trying to work through or strive for in, in life. So yeah, that's great. We, we've talked a lot about that on the, on this, on this podcast. There was a, uh, an episode called the power of the pivot. I definitely encourage you all to go back and check that out. If you haven't listened to it, we kind of chatted about a few of those things. And a lot of this stuff uh, we chatted about with another professional athlete we've had on the, on the podcast, Jesse Flex Lebrecht of American Ninja Warrior. Uh, her episode was like an episode or two before that power of the pivot episode. Uh, th- those have been some, some common themes here on the strength of your purpose podcast. So if this is your first time listening and it's kind of re- resonating with you a little bit, uh, go back and check out some of those past episodes because they, they, they go on an even deeper dive than this into a few more specific areas than, than what we're talking about tonight. So Chris, if, if people have, have been listening to this and kind of like what they're hearing from you about what you do, uh, more from the financial investment side, but heck, I, I know you're willing to give out some marathon advice to people too, if they, if they reach out to you. So how can people reach out and learn a little bit more about, about what you do if they want to, if they want to chat with you? Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. So, uh, Chris Stevenson, I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, so feel free to reach out to me. I'll be responsive and help out as best as I can. So it doesn't matter what your situation is. You know, I, I have a ton of mentors that have helped me and if they didn't give me sage advice, then, you know, I need to give back. So I appreciate being on the podcast and hopefully I can help somebody. If I can help one person a day, then, then I feel like I've done my job. Awesome. Well, Thanks. I appreciate that. And before we fully wrap it up, I just have two more questions for you because I asked this of all guests. I didn't tell you about this before we started and that there's a reason for that. So uh, thanks for bearing with me. And again, thanks for, for joining me. But the first question is, uh, what is your definition of strength? Man, that's a, I feel like my definition of strength today is going to be different than my definition of strength tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but strength could mean a whole slew of different things, whether it's, you know, mindset, like we're talking about having the strength to say, Hey, I need to pause having the strength to run a marathon or, you know, having the strength to have a conversation, a hard conversation with a loved one. Mm. Um, I feel like there's, it's a very broad definition in my mind. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we uh, hit on mental, emotional, and physical strength on this podcast, because you really can't have one without the other. So uh, that's, that's, that's very true. And lastly, what is your true purpose in life, Chris? I love this question. <laughs> and again, I think, you know, if you look at it over the next couple of decades, I'm sure it's going to change for everybody, but mm. you know, my pr- true purpose is, you know, I feel like financial planning is something that and talking about finances is something that we never really talk about. It's kind of hush hush in a lot of families. We don't talk about our income. We don't talk about saving for retirement. Um, and I would, I had always been fascinated with it. And my grandfather and I always talked about finances and taxes and all this other fun stuff. Um, I'm definitely deeply a nerd if you could tell. So I love kind of getting into nerd details, but I think just, just having the conversations and, you know, my purpose in life is to kind of bring it to fruition as far as, you know, what is finances? How can we teach better behaviors in finance and get us to the dreams that we want? So like we said, take one step at a time to get to the dreams that we want to, but in order to do that, we need to change our behaviors first step. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Normalize 
talking about those things and and actually preparing for your future because if you wait too late it too long it, it's never too late right it's never too late but uh but it, it can be a lot easier if you feel a little more comfortable with it sooner right exactly yeah yeah and it's just like you know what you're doing with your clients and helping them recover you know they could wait forever for a nagging injury just to go away but the sooner they reach out to you the better yeah exactly yeah it's never too late but the sooner the better for sure awesome well chris thanks again man i really appreciate it chris stevenson from edward jones investments uh really really good friend of mine fraternity brother really appreciate you joining me man and um it was a great conversation so i so thank you thanks for having me phil Awesome. Well, uh, all of you out there listening, if you enjoy this and found value in it, please be a friend and tell a friend who might also find value in it. Always appreciate those five-star rate and reviews on your favorite podcast platform, whether it be Apple podcast or Spotify. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit that uh, subscribe button, hit the thumbs up button on the video. Make sure you turn the notification on as well so that you know when new episodes of the podcast drop and until next time uh, have a great rest of your day thanks everybody